Hey, Gems. Welcome to another episode of Intimate Conversations with Lady L. I'm your host, LaTanya, and I also go by the name Lady L. I'm an image consultant and creator of the brand At Her Best Style and the Lady L Experience. Keep in mind that change is never comfortable. You are going to hear sensitive topics within this podcast. Some topics may resonate with your personal life. The topics discussed aren't meant to offend anyone. They are to bring personal healing and growth. In order to heal, you must first accept accountability for your role and be open and willing to hear the truth. Not the filter truth, but the entire truth. Now understand when you're dealing with the truth, truth sometimes is never easy to accept. But it is the only way to get a breakthrough to your healing. This is why, again, I stress this podcast is for people who are ready for change, for people who are ready to deal with the things that may be holding them back and the sensitive issues we all face. You are not alone. We are all dealing with sensitive issues in our everyday walks. What you're hearing along with these topics, someone else may have encountered or conquered. Life brings so many different situations. We've all had different experiences. And we've all acquired different traits from the generations before us. So again, there are a lot of sensitive topics that we will be discussing. Okay. Just be mindful and don't take anything personally. Okay. Don't internalize a lot of the information that you are hearing. If it resonates, recognize this issue and change it for the better. Don't internalize this conversation that you take it as a personal attack on you if you hear a topic that resonates with your current situation look at it as God's way of bringing you to the topic so you can deal with it heal from it and conquer it so you are no longer a victim to it and become a conqueror if you hear any subject matter within this podcast and you start to feel attacked or you feel offended Please take a moment to pause the episode and tell yourself this is not personal and I should not be taking this information personally. These are just tools to help me with what's really bothering me. And if this subject is really bothering me, then it is something that I need to be seeking help on. Rather it be in counseling or talking amongst positive peers and people who can genuinely help me to overcome this. I want my sisters and listeners, I said sisters, by the way, (laughs) I want my sisters and listeners to think of me as a big sister. And we are having an intimate conversation because that is exactly what this is. If you and I were sitting in a room across from each other and you brought me an issue that was pressing on your heart, we would be having a discussion like this so that we can help you get to the bottom of the issue and heal. Again, I'm rooting for you all. And let's get to this episode. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about alignment. Okay. I'm loving this topic and I can't wait to dive in it with you. If you're new to the show, please, after you listen to this one, go back and listen to the last episode on season four, episode four, which was talking about discernment. And we were talking about how to properly discern people when you're in your feelings and making sure your feelings are not causing you to discern people improperly. Because sometimes when we're in our feelings, we don't see situations right. You know, when you're mad, you're angry, you're boiling, you're just frustrated. We don't see things as clearly as we may think we're seeing. So if that sounds like you or if that's resonating, please go back and listen to that episode. You're going to learn so much and you're also going to learn a little bit about me. Well, a lot about me. So it's like a reintroduction to me, to my community. So I definitely want you to check that out. And if you are in sync and you're ready to go, then let's go ahead and let's talk about alignment. Okay. (laughs) Now, I like this topic, obviously, It's not the first time I spoke on it, but it is also something else that I practice is speaking on alignment. So over here, we're going to be doing heart posture checks. That's something that I talk about all the time. That's something that, you know, I've came up with. And we're also going to be talking about alignment. Okay. 
So let's talk about it. You heard the term, but what is it? Alignment is your soul desires matching your external environment and your internal environment. And when I say your external environment, that means where you live, how you live, the people you keep around you, your friends, your colleagues, your family, your inner circle, you know, that's your external environment. Your internal environment is your well-being, how you feel about yourself in the inside, what do you value? Okay. That's your internal environment. So to get in alignment, you want to make sure that whatever you want to do, when I say your soul desires, you can link that to your goals, your dreams, and your purpose. Okay. So whatever you're desiring, make sure your outer environment, which is the external and your inner environment are both in alignment with each other. Okay. A lot of people feel unfulfilled because these things are not in alignment. Okay. So let's start with everyone's favorite topic, love. For some reason, we just can't get love right these days. You know, and there's so many reasons why I think conditioning plays a part. So I'm going to be teaching you a couple of Words. So you just learned about alignment. So let's talk about conditioning. Okay. Conditioning is when you've been molded to do things a certain way, or you've been taught that things are a certain way, or you grew up doing things a certain way, and you don't know anything outside of that. So that's what conditioning is. Conditioning is simply how you were brought up, how you were taught things. And sometimes with conditioning, it can spill over into creating habits and patterns that don't necessarily suit who we are or who we becoming. So sometimes we pick up habits from mom and dad that have nothing to do with what we want to do with our lives. Sometimes we pick up habits and patterns from our friends, from our siblings, from our co-workers or simply just where we live in the geographical area where we at and or what we see everybody around us doing you know and it does not fit with who we are you know i go back to let's talk about food you know how many of you live in families dynamics where you eat certain things and your family members eat other things like you know we especially i'm black let's just keep it real you know in the black household sometimes we grew up on soul food and you know like with soul food it comes with a lot sometimes people put certain things in the greens and certain things and um you know you got to simmer things with the meats and you know and to make the taste taste good you know it's all about the taste of things when when we cook we cook mainly for the taste attributes than the health attribute. So when you get a little older and you start learning things about life and your health, because like sometimes we can have different health elements than our family members may have. One thing may bother me that never may have bothered them. So I have to eat differently from them, right? So as you're learning these things about yourself, things change. And so you're like, well... I used to grow up eating off this, but I can't eat this because that doesn't fit who I am, you know, if that makes sense. That's the same as conditioning. <laughs> you know, there's certain foods that I grew up eating that I don't eat. My mom and dad still eat certain things that I don't eat because my health concerns are different and their health concerns are different from me. There's things they don't eat that I am able to eat. You know, some people may live more of a vegan life and a plant-based life. And some people don't see the need for that. And it's because maybe your health is differently or you value health differently than another person may value health. It doesn't make one person right and it doesn't make one wrong. But what we should be focusing on in this conversation is conditioning, you know. And sometimes you just outgrow things when you expand your knowledge. 
and you learn more about yourself and you learn more about the world and you learn more about what's out there because if you grew up just eating soul food and then you learn hey there's vietnamese hey there's thai food there's japanese there's you know like all these different experiences of different cuisines i know me i like trying different foods so like i don't i don't eat the same thing all the time except for when it comes to my meal prep but my meal prep is healthy because i'm making sure i hit what i need to eat whether that be a vegetable a starch and a protein and you know like i know based upon my meal certain things have to be added i know i need more fiber you know for certain things um so it's based on me you know so a lot of us have been conditioned in a lot of areas in our lives now i use foods as an example but we can do it for everything let's talk about love because on my social media page, I put up something and I talked about love in the form of conditioning. You know, love should not be offered in the form of conditions. Meaning, I can only offer you love if I'm getting something out of it. Have you ever heard someone say, you do this for me and I do this for you? That's love with conditions attached to it. And some of you have been brought up that way. You know, some of you have never really experienced real love and love has been presented and offered to you like that. So that's all you know love to be and you think that's love. And so what ends up happening is you take on that narrative and you start offering love like that to other people. So you go to work. And you do the same thing. You do this for me. I do this for you. You get in a relationship with someone. You do this for me. I do this for you. You pick up a friend. You do this for me. I do this for you. And that's how you cultivate relationships with people across the board. You do this for me. I do this for you. And that's not love. It, be careful. Because situations like that can make people feel used, abused, unloved. It's all the little negative things that we don't want. And I know some of you are like, oh, I do that. <gasps> but it's okay. Because we're here to learn. And if you were taught that way, because someone else taught you, it's not your fault. But now you're just being aware of it and you're understanding what it is and what's not. And now you're probably learning why you haven't got the love you wanted. So stay with me. Keep talking to me. We're going to keep talking through this, okay? So love with conditions is actually not love so we might have been mistaught about that okay and sometimes you were put in the hands of people who because i don't want you to go back and be like you taught me this and you taught me that no we're not gonna do that okay we're not gonna do that here now that you're self-aware you got to understand and give some grace because they may have not been taught either they taught to you based upon what they're conditioning what was taught to them And you might have learned that from a parent or a guardian or a friend. They would thought they might have been trying to show you love or teach you love from their lens or their understanding. And it don't always happen that way. You know, sometimes people, we do live in a world of good and bad. And some people do know better and they will treat, show you the other way. But I don't want you to get mad at that part. I want you now that you are learning the right way, I want you to apply it. Because we don't have time to be mad, okay? Okay? All right. I just want to check on your heart on that. Because I know that's a big one right there. Because some of you have been taught that. And it's okay. Just tell yourself right now. Stop. Breathe. It's okay. It's okay. That was a huge one for me. I didn't know. But it's okay. And it's okay, okay? All right. So let's keep going. See, the thing about love is this. Love should feel like freedom. Love should feel free. It should f love when it's given on the proper terms. Should come with no constraints. Love doesn't come with a motive. Love doesn't come with a bargain 
Love doesn't come with an ultimatum. You know? I don't know about you. But sometimes I'll say God and I'll say Jesus on here. And I don't throw the Bible at people. That's not my style. You know, I know me. I am a Christian. Some people, you may not be a Christian. I'm not trying to convert you either. I want to respect who you are and what you do. And I want to be respected too. So I just want to let you know, I'm not trying to offend you, but I might say those words. If you feel offended, you're more than welcome to pause the episode. But some people, when they talk about God, they say spirit. You know, so for me, God is a spirit, you know, and God is love. And when God and spirit loves us, it is like an everlasting type of love. You know what I mean? It's like no matter if we do wrong, that spirit still loves us. That's why we are giving grace because we're going to make mistakes and Grace allows us the opportunity to fix our mistake. You see what I'm saying? And that's love. It's like a parent to a child. Your child's going to make mistakes, but you love that child enough because you want to see that child get it right. You know? It's the same way you should apply it. Now, let's talk about conditioning and alignment in this aspect. A lot of times we stay in places that are unfulfilling to what it is we really want in life. Remember when I talked about alignment and I said alignment was your soul's desires to match your external and internal environments. So when we are unfulfilled, there's something inside of you that lets you know something's not right. My soul is wanting more. I'm desiring more. There's got to be more than this. But what ends up happening is instead of us acting on our soul's desires, We stay in places that are unfulfilled. You'll stay in a relationship longer than you have to and create toxic, never-ending cycles. You stay on that hamster wheel. You argue. You go into year two, you're still arguing. Year three, you're still arguing. Year four, you're still arguing. Instead of actually understanding what's causing the argument and, and really saying the question, are we really in alignment with each other? Some relationships were never in alignment to begin with. You know, some some relationships have the power to make it and some relationships don't. Some of them, if you never were in alignment, like if you're not in, there's no purpose between y'all. Y'all didn't come together for the right purpose because maybe you didn't know who you were and they didn't know who they were. And your values are mismatched. But you stay for other reasons and that's not bringing you fulfillment in the relationship. And you're like, dang, I know this more. And let's put love on the table with that same situation. What ends up happening is someone feels unloved, unseen, unheard, unvalued in the situation. And they think this is love. And they're trying their best to work it out because they weren't properly taught what love really looks like. So they think this is what love really looks like. And they're going through the motions of trying to work something out that's not even in alignment with them. How many of you have ever been there? Sometimes we don't seek outside our normal environments and habitats, meaning where we grew up and places. Sometimes when you've only been conditioned to see love shown in one way, like even from your parents, you may have parents that are together and they show love one way. But what if their example of love is not really love? Like, what if you've been shown a toxic version of love? You know what I mean? So... 
it's good to expand your horizons because you can see what's out there. The thing about the pandemic, and I'll use me for example, when I went through my season of grief, I let grief fuel me in certain ways. We talked about using grief to take a break and to rest and to realign myself, you know, like I had to figure out some things, what I wanted to change. I knew when I came out of here things that I wanted to change. It allowed me to get a clear picture on aspects of my life that I wanted to change. Um, I knew I have outgrown certain things, certain experience, certain people, certain just, you know, things. And it's not, an, you know, taking digs at anyone, but I just outgrew my environment in certain ways, in certain forms. So... I was searching for more. My soul was searching for something different. I was able to find environments where people thought like me. And that was a thing. Sometimes we can be in an environment. And you know. You know you're just a little different. It don't mean you better. Because I think sometimes when we hear the term people say, you know what, I just think a little differently than, you know, this group of people. <clears throat> it doesn't mean that person thinks they're better. And uh, a lot of times we have people like, did she think she all that? She thinks she better than that. He thinks she better. He thinks he this. He thinks he that. They don't think that. That's them being aware to know that, hey, I got to find my tribe. Something in me is growing. Something in me is evolving and is changing. And I need to find more people that think like me because when I bring up certain topics here, it's not received with love. It's not received. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me drink some water. I'm glad to get this out for you. When I bring up a certain idea is not received and cultivated here it's not nurtured when i say cultivated i'm talking nurture it's not received with love and nurture it's not they're not helping me grow it here they're trying to hold me back here they're trying to make me feel like i'm in the wrong here they're trying to make me feel like i'm a misfit here they're trying to make me feel like it's wrong for me to think differently here do you see what i'm saying so when you have reached a point in life like that, that's an indication and sign of I might now have to align myself differently. It doesn't mean you think you're better or anything like that. It's just knowing that I really, truly, and honestly may have outgrown this space. Or maybe it's me really now discovering who I am or who I thought I was. Maybe sometimes... We're so conditioned to think life is supposed to go one way or this is supposed to this and you grow up and you do this and you do it this way because we were conditioned. But then when you find yourself, you realize, no, I always thought it should, I should be doing this or it should go this way. Listen to that inner voice. Go with that. That is guiding you towards alignment. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, so many, so many people don't feel seen. And a huge indicator of that is because they're misaligned. You might be in environments where people can't see you properly because y'all could be in different seasons. You might view life differently than they do. Your desires are different. And what happens is people will stay in those old environments, not feeling seen. And then it starts to impact the area of love because when you don't feel seen, you don't feel love. When you don't feel heard, you don't feel love. And when you don't feel valued, you don't feel love. And then that starts chipping away, excuse me, chipping away at your self-esteem and the way you view yourself. I'm sorry, y'all. If I seem like I'm going in and out, I have something in my eye, but we're going to keep this moving. Okay. But um, 
I don't want you to not feel loved because you don't feel seen, heard, and valued. Use that as a clear indicator and fuel to shift. It's now time for you to get into alignment where people can see you and hear you and make you feel valued. It doesn't mean those people are bad people. It just means you're misaligned. Okay? I think what happens is when we're growing and evolving, we want to catch everybody up to where we are a lot of times. A lot of times you start getting excited about what's being revealed to you and shown to you. And you want to tell the world and you want to go shout it on the mountaintop. And then what ends up happening is insecurities arise. You're figuring out who you are. You're being exposed to something new and they're not ready for that conversation. Kind of like we're having this conversation now and you bring a certain conversation on the table that that room ain't ready for. And somebody then shook the table and they're not ready for it. Same scenario. And that's how life is. So now because you didn't shook the table and they're not ready for the conversation, they have to deminimize you. They have to sit here and say, Oh, this person thinks she's this or he thinks he's that. He thinks he's better than us. Who you think you is? They're not ready for that. The other party who's not ready for the conversation, though, you have to be careful not to attack that person. It's not right to attack anybody. You may not understand them. And then the other person, you may be feeling misunderstood. And you have a right to feel misunderstood. But you have to now start seeking more alignment with people who get it. Just know now that they don't get it. There's no need to continue the conversation there. Because what's going to end up happening with you is you're going to fall into the pattern of control. Meaning you're going to try to get them to catch up to where you're at and you're probably doing it from a good space but you're wasting time and you're just stressing yourself out more and you're going to get frustrated because we cannot control people people are in different seasons and we all walk in life at different paths and paces okay there's a difference between a person who you tell something and the light, something like the light goes off and you tell somebody something and they like, okay, I may make some changes. And then you have those people who like, I ain't changing. I ain't doing this and I ain't doing that. You want to be very careful about them, them two areas right there. Remember, we cannot control people. We cannot make people change at our rate. People are going through life and there are certain things Certain lessons people haven't experienced to be able to get the, how can I say it? How can I say it? Epiphany that you have. The epiphany is going off of you because you might have passed the level and the test in life that now the universe or spirit can reveal something to you. They haven't passed that test yet. Their mind is not there yet. And you're trying to get them caught up. And what happens is that creates friction. Because you're wasting time trying to get someone on your path. So I hope I can eliminate some stress right there for somebody. Sometimes you have to love people from afar. and you But you can't hold yourself back at the same time. When I say let certain relationships go, a lot of people don't like to hear that, but sometimes it does come to that. It doesn't mean bad or anything, but sometimes you just got to distance yourself to go where you need to go and get in alignment. You deserve love. You deserve to feel included. You deserve to feel seen. You deserve to feel heard. You deserve to feel valued. You deserve to feel nurtured. You deserve to have your ideas cultivated. You deserve to win. You deserve to have people around you that want to help you win. That's what alignment is all about. So let's talk about being from a small town because the thing about me is I'm from the city. I'm from Chicago, Illinois, for people who don't know that. Hey, West Side. Um, <laughs> yes, I do rep that West Side. And, um, but when I was younger, we moved down to the South. Um, 
my mom's originally from the South, so it's not like an unheard thing. So I got to grow up both where my mom grew up at and I got to grow up where my father grew up. So I got the both of best worlds. Out of all of my siblings, I'm the only one who got to experience life like that. And so I got to see dad's upbringing and I got to see mom's upbringing. Now, when I'm a child, I have no say in where I get to live you know what I mean that's up to my mom and dad now as I got older and my personality came out more not only that my other siblings personalities came out and um I can speak for me my dad would sit back and look at me and like the older I got especially in like my college years post-college years and stuff like that and that's like you you the child I should have kept up north real talk dad said you this this right here it's just too small for you but at that time they didn't know what I was going to become right my dad's just like you you would have did good in Chicago you built for that and even today, my sibling, well, I would say not my siblings, my family members that are in Chicago, they always say, like, girl, you might have left Chicago, but Chicago ain't left. You You still all Chicago. Like, I, it's so funny because when people meet me, they'll be like, always want to, always want to put me in a bucket. You know, like, people are like, well, you know, I don't hear an accent. Well, then some people want to make me have an accent, too. So I'm like, well, I do hear an accent. Well, where you from? from? Who your peoples? What is this? You know, like they always want to put you in that box. Y'all know these conversations. And um, it's funny because I'm so city at heart. But I have the best of both worlds in me too. And um, I would say like when I started really coming into my own and I let's say years ago I took a trip to New York this is before New York I started doing anything with New York Fashion Week I went to New York on my own and I visited all the boroughs except for Staten Island I mean I wanted to do do New York like I was in the in the streets I wanted to see Queens for what it was I was in the stores I was in the neighborhoods I was in Brooklyn I went to every single bridge they had um I went to yeah the Bronx we were at Coney Island, Manhattan, Harlem. My um, my mom lived in a part of New York before too. I won't say what side. So like, I had that that side of me, that adventure side. Like, I'll get out. My dad's go. He get out and stuff too. My dad has lived in different places. My dad has lived in Hawaii. So it's like, we'll get out. And so, I'm not afraid to explore. And. I didn't know that that trip was setting me up a light years ahead where I would be doing New York Fashion Week. But it was good that I did it because when it was time for me to go and do New York Fashion Week, I was able to take on New York and just go with it, go with the flow and um, really get out there and see it for what it was. Like I was on my America's Top Model <laughs> strive back then. And um even so, I say that because you can be from a small town, but don't let that limit you. And there's nothing wrong with a small town. Small towns have their benefits. I like my town restaurants. We have a bunch of restaurants where I'm from. So if you want to eat, there's so much you can eat there. Like that's one of the fun things with coming back home is just the different restaurants. And every time I come home, I'll be like, what, what they y'all got this now? What new restaurant we got? Because we always got a new restaurant. Always. So that's the good thing. But um, going back to that, I think when you grow up in a small town, sometimes everybody knows everybody. And that can be a plus and a minus. Because everybody be in everybody's business. It's kind of like the social media right now. Everybody's so quick to be in everybody's business. When you meet someone, the first thing you're doing is going and doing research on someone and you in everybody's business. You're trying to do this. Well, Susan did this and did it this and da, 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 da. And it's, ah, you know, like that's just too much. Sometimes it can be good and it can be bad. It's good to know people socially 
you know, but sometimes when you're trying to do things, like if you're evolving in person and if you don't fall in line and suit like how everybody else is doing it, people automatically be like, well, she thinks she's better than that. Well, she grew up with us and now she thinks she's doing that. Just because a person grew up with you don't mean they're the same. You're all the same. When we all went to school, we were all different. We were being conditioned in school. You know, we didn't know, but when we graduated and we started seeing life and we started going in different directions and you saw what else was in this world, you realize there's more than where you just grew up and there's more to do. Some people never get out of their neighborhoods. So like when you see other people doing things and you've only seen what's in your neighborhood, you look your nose down to people who gotten out and doing things or doing other things that you never dreamed of or you have dreamed of. You know, we have to stop doing that. Because just because you grew up in a small town don't mean your life ends there and stops there. If you know what I mean, or if you hear me on this, there's so much more out there. Alignment is waiting on you. You will find people who will receive you. Who you will find environments that you will feel comfortable in that can bring comfort to you in times of need. You will find environments where people will accept you, your flaws and all. You will find a place that feels like home away from home. And let me tell you, baby, there ain't no better feeling than that. When you can feel at home, away from home, home. You know, that's safety. That's a place that feels safe. You're safe here. I can lay my head here. I can be myself here. I can kick up my feet here. Like, that's what you want. When you're in alignment, People are not going to be afraid of your ideas, your concepts, your inner light, your being and who you are. They're going to shine a light on it because it's not making them feel some way about themselves. Have you ever had people who try to dim your light because they were afraid of you looking bigger and better than them? We see it on the Internet all the time anyway. And the thing about the Internet is the Internet is so big and so small at the same time. It's a small space. So when you sit in here watching somebody else doing something on their page and you feel like, well, we got to do this in here. You should be in your own light. If you're in your lane, it doesn't matter what they're doing on their page. That's why I don't have time to copy other people's stuff. (laughs) I'm too busy trying to figure me out. I can like what somebody do and want to collaborate with them. But at the same regards, I don't want to be them. Some of us don't know how to handle that light. We see someone shining and you can't. Again, it goes back to alignment and misalignment. Know where you are. And get a handle on you. There's so much I can talk about, but I don't want to talk about a lot because I just want to stay here with it. So we talked about a few things. We talked about alignment. We talk about conditioning. I hope you guys see the parallelism and how sometimes how you brought up, you can be conditioned to think one thing or think things are a way or they should be done a certain way and understand and give yourself grace and room to unlearn certain things so you can learn something new. Because there's more to what you've learned. A lot of you are holding yourselves back because of what you think something should look like. Mm. I got chills on that one. That's a whole word. Let me say it again. A lot of you are holding yourself back because of how you think things should look. Love. Well, I thought she was going to look like this and do this and have this and do it like this and do it like that. But love came in a totally different package. But it was everything you wanted, everything you 
need it. Hello. That's the thing right there. Everything you needed and more. Can you imagine having everything you needed and more? Because when you have everything you needed and more, you don't have to want for anything. You don't proceed with wants. First, you should be trying to figure out, do I have what I need to sustain? I go back to seasons. I remember I said, I need to see someone in four seasons. Now, when you say that, people be thinking, I got to go through winter, spring, summer, fall, all the seasons. Yeah, but not like that, that I'm saying the seasons of life. In the pandemic, I got to see someone angry, sad, upset, happy, bliss. Got to see a couple of seasons and people got to see me in a couple of seasons. And you have to know that because you have to know how people deal with anger. You don't want to get in a relationship with someone and then later on you see them angry and then you're like, oh, that's not what I signed up for. Like, I don't want someone who's abusive. You know, and that's no shade or anything because I don't do that. But I'm just saying it's the realness. Some of you are so impatient. It's like, well, I don't have to do it like this. I don't know. No, I definitely need to see somebody angry. And right now, as we're watching the world unfold and things happen in the world, a gentleman just lost his life. Tyree Nichols. Due to feelings someone had towards him. And we still don't know the whole story yet. But when that comes out. You know, people feel differently about people due to social status, gender, um, ethnicity, race. Just some people like just because you're a happy person, some people just don't like happy people. And, and they don't know really why it is that they don't like happy people. Maybe I think it's more because they're misaligned and they don't know how to find their happiness. Which is probably can be resolved with a simple conversation like this. And we just get to the root and figure out what happened. You don't have to go around being mad at people who are just happy and living their lives. Just figure out how to get your happy back. You see where I'm going with this show? And that's why I want to see it. Because you get in these situations. And then you never know what someone's carrying on their heart. Because a lot of the stuff is our heart posture determines how we see situations and people and deal with things. So a lot of people want to be in love just because I want to hug. I want to kiss. I want this. I want companionship. But what if that person is not equipped to do that? I don't know about you. But I want someone who can cover me, protect me, can hold me down. I want someone who willing to work through things with me. I want someone who can resolve conflict maturely. I want someone who I can have a conversation with. I want someone who sees me, values me, and hears me. All the things. But you know. I can't tell you what to desire. I'm just saying me. I know what I want. I I value my safety more than anything. And I want someone who values that too. You know. Goes back to values. That's another one of the things I, I talk about. I talk about alignment. We talk about conditioning. We talk about values here. Because what you value is what you will. Um. Proceed with in all your decisions. And sometimes our values are not even our own values. I go back to conditioning. If you've been conditioned to value certain things because someone told you this is what you should be valuing and then you don't feel fulfilled, you got to go back and look at your value system, bro. Why not now get your own value structure? You don't have to value what they value to fit in. That's what somebody else told you life should be. Somebody else is telling you you should build your life on these, this structure and this foundation. And that's not working for them. And it's not going to work for you because you know what you want. 
Why not build a life based upon the things that matter to you and what you value? And then you'll find someone else who's in alignment with your values. And then you'll find people who value what you value. And then you guys will be in agreement and alignment. It don't matter about numbers. To me, I want quality over quantity all the time, every day. I don't care if millions of people are not chanting my name. I need quality over quantity, okay, in these times. You want someone who's going to have your back. Millions of people might be chanting your name, but out of those millions, how many of them are going to have your back? Real talk. Have you ever had seen people with an entourage, but then when the chips fall, couldn't find one person to hold them down? What happened? You had a whole entourage of people. Not one. Not one. And I kind of went through a similar situation going through grief. Going through grief, I discovered who could do what and what. You know, you you notice who's for you and what. When I started figuring out who I was as a person and, and even in just coming into my own, I had to separate myself from people. They weren't happy about it, but it wasn't about whether they liked it or not. I knew what was being revealed to me and I knew what I wanted and I knew I couldn't get what I needed there no more. That was holding me back and it was hurting me. And then when I needed them, they couldn't be there for me. Ain't no need to argue about it. When something's revealed to you, you just make adjustments and you move accordingly. And some of you want to argue about everything. And that's a different discussion we're not going to get in. You don't have to argue with everybody. If you know something is misaligned and not for you, if the situation can have a proper conversation on it, you haven't. And if it can't, don't hold yourself back waiting for someone to have a conversation with you. You just move accordingly. Some people you just going to have to love it from afar. If you want that love, you keep saying you want, and everybody keeps saying that want love. Like, it's going to have to, the first step to getting that love is getting into alignment. God's spirit doesn't love us with conditions. And if God's spirit doesn't love me with conditions, why the heck would I let somebody else love me with conditions? Somebody's going to put a condition on whether or not they can love me or not? I don't think so. When God is freely giving me that love every single day, that should be your example right there to start with. You're waiting for someone to come in and show you love, but show you love on a daily basis. What does love look like to you? Okay, love looks like peace to me. So if someone's not bringing me peace, oh no. I don't want you feeling my love cup. What you going to be feeling my love cup with? Chaos? Disruption? I don't, I don't think so. I value my peace, so I'm going to make sure the person that I'm with is going to have peace, too. I'm going to create an environment of peace for that person because that's something that I value. And women, y'all don't want to hear this. I'm talking to the women for a second. We can act like we don't recognize this. But sis, a lot of y'all don't have peace. You argue with everybody. You get in fights with everybody. You're cursing out everybody. You don't know how to solve a dispute without fussing and cussing and arguing with everybody. You got stuff on your heart from years ago you never dealt with, but you want love. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be loved because that is a real thing. But are you handling you? Are you dealing with you? Let's figure your heart out. Let's get some of this anger up off your heart. Let's talk about some of these things that have been hurting you and plaguing you over the years so that you can free your heart so that someone can come in and freely love you. I had to walk out my own season of being guarded. It ain't been easy, but, you know, like after you go through certain betrayals and we all go through them, you know, I had to guard myself a little bit. And we won't go into specifics in this episode, but I had to. And then I had to learn how to unguard my heart. And then it don't mean you go around trusting everybody at first. And it means sometimes you have to say, like, let me, let me, let me try you. 
but not just picking a random person to try. But you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, let me work on cultivating this relationship with this person first. Let me work on, you know, building our trust, building our foundation. And, and that means sometimes not letting everybody in. Y'all sometimes let everybody in everything. You got to keep something between you and your partner. I don't get advice. Like, when it's me, I don't need the world telling me who I should choose and not choose and stuff like that. Because everybody don't see things the same way. We talked about this before. Perspectives. People seeing, people will be giving you advice from their pain. People will be giving you advice from a place of anger, malice, how they see. Somebody might be mad with all the women and telling to give you advice on women. Like, how? Then you missing your blessing because of somebody who got bitterness on their heart giving you advice. Man, don't do it like that. Don't not hurt anyone then and this and this and that. You missing your blessing. Man, they don't got it like that. They might have went through a hard season. You don't know what's going on until you ask questions of people. But we like to research everybody's business, but don't want to take care of our own business. Oops. Oops. So I'm going to say yes. So before you get in my business, I need you to check your own. Do you know your cholesterol levels? When's the last time you had your annual physical? Do you know everything that's going on with your body? Have you had your pap smear? Have you had your mammogram? Have you had your prostate check? Okay, so if you don't know your business internally, then don't be trying to sit up here and figure out my business. Okay, (laughs) y'all ain't ready for that. (laughs) But seriously, y'all, everybody else's business and don't even know the ins and outs of what's going on in their own body. Like, you don't know your cholesterol level, and you definitely don't need to be in my business. I know mine. I have my annual physical. I'm good. I don't have cholesterol issues. We good over here. What about yours? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? I have to break it down like that so we can really see the realness of it. But (sighs) stuff like that. So this year, I want you to get in alignment with yourself. Okay? I'm going to end it because it's going to cut me off. But take these gems. Get into alignment. Whatever your soul desires are, please just make sure your external and internal environments are matching it. Please, please go find your tribe. Remember, there is love out there. But you don't have to control anyone to get love. and You don't have to change anyone to get love. Sometimes you just got to change you and reroute your stuff. Hey, I'm going to end it right there. <laughs> I will see you guys on the next episode. Again, my name is Latanya. I go by Lady L. You can find me on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. I am at, at Her Best Style. You can also follow my artist development page, which is the Lady L Experience. And we're about to get going on that this week. You know, we have just had the Grammys and we're going to have to talk about that. And we're going to talk about, yeah, might have to talk about some fashion. Yeah. And we got a lot coming for you And I'm excited But I just wanted to start healing my self-discovery side Before we got the ball rolling over there And I will see you guys on the next episode Bye